Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. Well, you know, I figure that we have a great uh, guest every week. We try our best to get people that have universal impact and that are not just for Georgia, but for all over the country and even beyond the country. And we've hit a 100% uh, target here today. Uh, we have Brent Bell. He is the head of school, I think is a proper title, of Darlington School, the school that I went to. And uh, Brent, glad to have you with us this morning. Danny, thanks for having me. It's a, a real pleasure. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. And as, I, as I said in the preview, we'll never get it done, but we're going to try. Uh, uh, Darlington uh, meant everything to me. Uh, it, uh, my dad had the pleasure, and I guess you might say the pride of sending three boys to Darlington and we all three graduated from there. We all did sports of some nature and, um, it meant everything to me when I got to the university of Georgia, cause I never learned how to study until I got to Darlington and by golly, you better learn how to study and learn pretty quick. Because uh, <laughs> uh, Darlington School is not just a play school. They mean business. They want you to have fun up there and uh, occasionally take a girl out if you can find one up there. And uh, <laughs> uh, I did. I, I took out uh, Villa Suzelback at the time. I think she, uh, Villa Heisney or something like that. I understand that she's having a little bout with uh, some illnesses, but uh, she meant a lot to Darlington or she means a lot to Darlington. He yeah. does. Bill is a tremendous, tremendous supporter of the school. And just, you know, you talk about, uh, you talk about hope, uh, you know, Villa, Villa just emanates hope and, and, uh, you know, positivity and, and, and she's definitely in a battle now, but, um, uh, you know, just a remarkable lady. And, uh, you were a lucky guy back in the day. Well, I was all right for the time being, but the thing that, uh, one of my real good friends, Chip Vandiver, he's, Governor Vandiver's son, and uh -huh. uh, he uh, took a liking to her, and he took her away from me. Uh, uh -huh. But uh, so I'll never forgive him for that. But anyway, uh, she's a fine lady and has done a lot for Darlington. Uh, let me just say this before we get started: uh, without Dar Darlington, I really don't know whether I could have made it to the University of Georgia. That's the truth. Uh, I was uh, lucky to get in. Uh, even though the requirements were much less than they are today. Uh, and I learned everything but French from Darlington. I, I could <laughs> never get that down. I just just couldn't. Uh, but we had some great stories up there. I was on the wrestling team, and I love that because you can go out and do your own performance, and if you do good, uh, mm -hmm. people appreciate it if you don't. But uh, one of the other things that I got from Darlington was a nickname. Uh, oh. Jimmy Mitchell in the twelfth uh, grade, I think it was, uh, labeled me Red Ant, and I okay. have carried I have carried that name for fifty years, uh, and and I I really like it when somebody calls me that. But Red Ant, and uh, that came from Darlington. So uh, I uh, appreciate everything that I brought back from Darlington, and I'll, it'll be the love of my life uh, forever. Uh, so. Let me get off me and get on to Brent Bell. Uh, Brent, uh, what did you do before you came to Darlington? 
Well, Danny, I've been uh, in, in education um, my entire career. Uh, I've had a, a fun journey that I think really uh, lined up for uh, me to meet Darlington and Darlington to meet me, um, you know, I guess almost nine years ago now. Um, so I went to the University of Richmond. I'm a native Virginian and uh, loved my time there. My mom um, was a teacher and an elementary school, public school principal. So I think I was, I was drawn to, to teaching and coaching. And when I graduated from college, I got a job teaching in a, in a local uh, public high school and uh, coached some soccer, some tennis, some basketball. Basketball was probably my favorite. And uh, taught there for five years. Uh, was an amazing experience. I got all kinds of opportunities. Um, and after year five, I decided to do some graduate work um, at Virginia Commonwealth University um, and, uh, and figure out kind of what came next. And uh, part of that journey uh, led me to uh, a fascinating uh, boarding school uh, in Virginia called Woodbury Forest School. Uh, Woodbury Forest is a boarding school for 400 boys, um, very academically rigorous uh, environment, needless to say, a, a heavy emphasis on athletics. I became the basketball coach there as uh, one of my roles and um, spent eight years there. My wife and I did. Um, my wife, Andrea, and I, all three of our sons were born uh, while we were on the faculty uh, at Woodbury. And as they started to, to, to get to school age, um, we wanted them to have the independent school experience as well and um, decided that, that maybe it was time to, for me to expand my uh, sort of range of experience. And so we moved uh, from Virginia uh, to Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, that was kind of a big leap of faith for us. Uh, and I became uh, the, the head of the upper school, which is grades 9 through 12, uh, at an awesome school in Huntsville called the Randolph School. And um, one of the things that drew me there was the um, they were building a new upper school campus. Uh, we were going to move to that campus in my second year, and I was really excited about uh, the idea of, of uh, helping to, to mold the culture uh, of that new campus and while still obviously remaining connected as a school that started in kindergarten and went all the way through uh, the 12th grade. And we were there for, for six years and I decided that um, I would really like to uh, explore the idea of being a head of school. And about that same time, Tom Whitworth, uh, who was the, the head of school here at Darlington, announced his retirement. Um, my current uh, boss at the time uh, recommended that I look at Darlington. A couple other friends recommended I look at Darlington. Uh, and it was an interesting combination because I'd been in a boarding school, I'd been in a day school, uh, and Darlington was both of those schools. And, um, and so really it, uh, it came together. Uh, and obviously we came and visited and, and obviously the school liked us. And um, I started here in, in 2014. Uh, that's an amazing journey, and uh, it, it it took you to where you needed to be, and that's in Darlington, uh, no question about it. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, I said you followed a, a headmaster's, I guess they used to call it, or head of school in uh, Yankee, Dr. Yankee yes. was there when I was there. We used to call him Bull Yankee, but we never mm -hmm. called him to that to, to his face, uh, no, no way in the world. 
he was a very strict uh, disciplinarian, and, and uh, as you have to be, uh, because folks Yeah, are... consistency is, is very important, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Darlington has been, been blessed with a, a number of, of uh, long-serving, dedicated uh, leaders, and the, the title has changed over the years. Sometimes it was the president, sometimes the headmaster. Now I think we, we're generally all kind of called head of school most of the time. Um, but, you know, the, the school founded in 1905, and, and uh, James Ross McCain was the, the headmaster, and he literally did everything. He, he taught the classes and enrolled the students, uh, you know, and ran the day-to-day operations. And, um, you know, the, uh, that, that kind of connectivity between the, the faculty and the students is, has been at the heart of the Darlington experience and, and remains at the heart of it. And that, that's something that uh, we're really proud of. And, you know, your, your uh, you know, memories of, of Bull Yankee, I'm sure that, uh, Danny, you could, you could tell me a, a teacher right now um, that, that you have uh, fond memories of. Uh, from your time at, at, at Darlington? Well, I, I probably could if I could remember their names, uh, <laughs> but I can remember their face. I had a teacher in UPC. I don't know whether you have that course anymore. You right, can find right. physics and chemistry. And he was one of the coaches on the football team. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and he was my favorite because he made UPC fun. And that's right. really hard to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's That's for sure. But uh, tell me more about the school. I understand that, of course, you have students from all over, not even just the United States, from all over. We do. We do. So, uh, you know, current, present day, Darlington is a a pre-kindergarten through 12th grade uh, co-ed school. Um, Obviously, everyone in pre-K through 8th grade uh, is from uh, Rome, Georgia, uh, Floyd County, uh, or the, the surrounding areas. Um, we have a few uh, what we call day students uh, from um, Alabama, um, as far south uh, as Ackworth, um, you know, out, right outside of Metro Atlanta, uh, Calhoun. Um, so we're, we're, we draw students from about a 30-minute, 30 30-mile 30 radius uh, into that community. Um, we have about uh, 300 students in pre-K through, through eighth grade, and then in the ninth grade, uh, we had a, a boarding component uh, to our school. So we have space for 200 boarding students, uh, again, boys and girls. Um, and they, uh, as you mentioned, come from, uh, on average, 20 states and 25 countries around the world. And uh, so it is a, a really cool uh, place to go to school uh, as someone from um, Spain or China or Indiana and also someone from Rockmart, Georgia, or Rome, Georgia, because you really have uh, this opportunity to go to school uh, in a very diverse, uh, very uh, engaging place where where you're able to meet people and make friendships uh, with students that you would have never really in a traditional environment had the opportunity to meet. Well, and, your, um, and that's your, really your a schools, great part of the school. Your school's reputation precedes uh, the recruitment. Uh, most anybody out there would know about Darlington School and the fact that it's one of the best schools, not only in the state of Georgia, but in the South. And uh, it didn't get that way by uh, circumstance. It get that way, got that way through a lot of work. Uh, what Absolutely. about when the, stu- when the schools, uh, excuse me, when the students get there, uh, what type of days do they have and what type of courses do you require? Uh, not all of them, but just give me a general... Sure. 
run of them. So I would say what what Darlington is, and you mentioned this um, in, in your uh, you were talking about you know going from Darlington to the University of Georgia. Uh, we are a college preparatory school. Um, all of our students are going to college. Uh, that is their aspiration. Um, uh, for your listeners, uh, Georgia is the most popular destination of, of Darlington students right now. The University of Georgia uh, is, uh, followed by other uh, schools really around the southeast for the most part. Georgia Tech, uh, Auburn is, is quite popular. Um, and then, you know, schools from throughout the, the country uh, met with two students yesterday. One's going to Duke. Uh, the other's going to NYU, New York University. Um, we have students go to California, um, and then some will, will study uh, abroad uh, as well in, in Europe and things like that. So uh, everybody is – and so our curriculum uh, and our schedule is geared towards preparing our students for college. Um, so we have uh, long class periods that meet every other day. Um, our upper level courses are advanced placement, um, which is a college board uh, curriculum um, where you can get college credits uh, depending on how you, you perform. Uh, and, and really probably a lot of those classes are even uh, targeted above um, just making a good score uh, on that exam. So. Uh, we try to uh, put our students in an environment where uh, we like to say they are empowered uh, to learn with passion and uh, to really engage uh, in their academic work, both intellectually and academically, uh, so that they're building the skills that they need uh, to be successful, not only in college, but, but beyond college. All of your people that have come through there not only create memories, but they build a future, and that's that's one thing that's so important uh, is the foundations that you get from there, and uh, not not only that, but uh, the idea is that you can come back 55 years after at the alumni functions that y'all have, and really reminisce, uh, and and reminisce with pride, and I think that uh, your folks that and organize the alumni functions up there are doing a great job. And uh, we alumni appreciate that. Well, that's great to hear. And, and you know, Danny, I think one of our hopes uh, is that the Darlington experience is a lifelong uh, relationship um, with the people that you went to school with, um, certainly with your teachers and coaches, um, you know, but also with the school. And, um, you know, obviously we're an independent school, uh, you know, which means we have a unique mission. Uh, it certainly means that we're financially uh, self-sustaining. Um, you know, we we don't receive you know funding from the government and things like that. So obviously, we need our our, our alumni to, to stay involved with us philanthropically and, and things of that nature as well. But really, to continue to be connected to the school and, and reunion is a great uh, part of that. The stories are are awesome. Uh, just seeing people uh, reconnecting with each other. Uh, you know, is, is a really, that's a highlight weekend uh, of the year for us. And, um, you know, I had a, a great, uh, just got a text message from a, a current parent. Uh, she's, she has three daughters. Um, her youngest is a, is a ninth grader here uh, currently. Her middle daughter is a, a freshman at UGA. Uh, and her oldest daughter just graduated in, in three and a half years uh, from the University of Tennessee and is in London um, doing an internship um, 
prior to going, uh, you know, to graduate school. And um, her mom sent a, a text, just sent me a text message that said, uh, my daughter's in London on an internship. I just got a message from her that she and one of her friends from Darlington, who's from Germany, have met up in London to have lunch and hang out for a day or so. Uh, and, and that really just is, is an awesome uh, connection of, of what the Darlington experience is, is really like and how it can uh, impact uh, you, you know, in, in all of your days, not just uh, when you're a student here. And uh, it's the kind of same stories that you're talking about when you, you know, somebody calls you Red Ant and, uh, and, you, and you, you remember those connections. Um, that's a really important part of, of what we do. And we think that, you know, our commitment to, to you know, to honor and service, uh, in addition to obviously academic uh, development, um, really is, is a part of why uh, people remain connected to, um, you know, the values of the institution and, and that what they see in each other and, and why they, those relationships, you know, continue to matter to them. So um, that's really important to us that, that uh, anyone who went to school here, you know, remains uh, connected to the, to the institution. Well, that's so important uh, to, to keep the journey rolling and uh, have the memories uh, fostered through supporting Darlington. And that's what we want to tell everybody out there. So Darlington just doesn't have a big sugar daddy that sends them <laughs> $10 million every year. Uh, it happens through the alumni. That's right. And uh, I, I think that one thing that impressed me so much about doing this interview with you was the word hope. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd really hope that I'd pass enough courses not to get kicked out. And th that was a pretty big hope. And uh, my, I guess my dad would have killed me. I, I don't know what he would have done, but uh, he was so proud. And uh, pride comes in accomplishments, and it comes in uh, triumphs. And uh, even though we all have trials every now and then, uh, you all have lost some football games, I know that, and some other sporting events. But you hang in there. And uh, what? How has your football team done in the last couple of years? By the way, yeah, we've done well. We've, uh, you know, we we're a perennial um, state uh, contender. You know, usually in the the quarterfinals. Um, you know, we we play in the in the single A private school classification now, which is very competitive. Um, you know, we lost to the eventual state champions this year, but you know, we went into the playoffs. Um, you know, eight and two, um, and our losses had been to to uh, larger public schools um, over the course of the season. So, um, you know, we, we we remain very competitive in football. Uh, Friday night Friday night lights uh, is a big part of the Darlington experience for students uh, these days, and and alums and parents in the area. Um, you know, a, a football game is always a great. Uh, occasion on Friday nights and um, brings people out to, to support the school and support the, the players on the team. And I think they, they take a lot of pride in that and represent the school in a really impressive way. And, um, you know, we've got a couple of, couple of for, former players on that uh, UGA football team that won the national championship. And um, they unfortunately uh, didn't get to play in the national championship game. Tate Ratledge, uh, you know, was the starting right guard for Georgia, actually broke his foot and the Clemson game, you know, I think it was the first or second play of the game. Um, but, uh, you know, he went to Darlington and, and um, so everybody here 
uh, really enjoyed kind of following that journey. And, and so, you know, we have, we have players like Tate, uh, not many, <laughs> you know, that are those kind of big time recruits, but we got a lot of kids who love football and love to compete. Uh, and that's really what it's all about for us in athletics is, um, you know, fostering that desire to work hard, to be a good teammate, um, and to really uh, do your best and, and put yourself out there in a competitive environment. And, and, and more often than not, uh, you see positive results uh, as, as, uh, as the outcome of that. Well, I was way, way too small to play football, mm -hmm. but uh, I wanted to be in the game. So uh, back then they had uh, boy cheerleaders. Okay, and, uh, right. They, they were usually dorm, dorm uh, students. And uh, we, uh, I really enjoyed that because – we had a bird's eye view of looking up in the stands and picking out some of those beautiful Thornwood girls and <laughs> just hoping, just really hoping that we could take one of them out. Uh, so, and you've merged with Thornwood, uh, some of those girls, or maybe all of them now go on your campus. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so that the, the merger took place, I guess, officially or formally in the early seventies. Um, and, and Darlington's been a co-ed school. So, you know, 1905, uh, you know, Darlington was a, a founded as a, a school for boys uh, from Rome. Um, and, and since that time, obviously, we, we've changed quite a bit. And, you know, first thing we did was add the boarding students uh, in the 20s, um, you know, went co-ed in the 70s. Uh, around that same period of time, um, international students started to enroll in the, in the boarding program. And, uh, you know, and the, the school has is, is continued to evolve. And uh, while I, I believe really remaining true uh, to those founding uh, values of, um, you know, both intellectual and character uh, development that, you know, was the reason why the Cooper family, uh, Mr. Cooper, named uh, the school after his favorite teacher, J.J. Darlington. And, um, you know, that, that relationship, you know, like I think I said earlier, definitely remains at the heart of of everything that we're trying to accomplish in terms of the, uh, the engagement between the faculty and the, and the students. Well, if you visited the campus over there, the Darlington campus, you would think it'd be a small university and uh, the amount of money that's been put into Darlington, I guess is just so enormous. I don't even know if you can put it on paper, but y'all, uh, y'all certainly uh, solicit students from all over. And I don't think you have a, a lack of uh, applicants each year. You have to really call it out a little bit, I guess. You know, en enrollment is is obviously the the most important uh, aspect. Um, if you think about the business operations of the school, uh, and, and we work very very hard to uh, to enroll students uh, who want to, um, you know, have the Darlington experience, and certainly, uh, you know, it's it's boarding school is not for everyone. For example, uh, private school is not for everyone. Um, but, um, you know, we, we work very hard to, to hopefully get mission uh, appropriate students and, and then to uh, hopefully allow them to learn and grow and, and find their way um, in a, you know, a rigorous and uh, challenging yet supportive uh, environment. So um, that, that is the goal. And um, but certainly, um, you know, our the school's enrollment is, is incredibly important to us. Well, how, what percentage of your enrollment in the high school uh, area are boys and what percentage are girls? So we are uh, a little bit over 50% of our population are boys. Um, obviously, ideally, we would, we would like it to be, um, you know, 50-50. Uh, 
um, but we tend to, to have more boys uh, enrolled in the school than girls right now. Darlington is really fortunate to have you with your background, uh, and I'm sure it wasn't a difficult task to pluck you out of that other school and bring you to Darlington because you've been there for, what did you say, seven years? Yeah, this is my eighth year. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, amazing. And people up there in your staff are just so ready, willing, and able to help. Uh, the alumni, uh, the, the parents of the kids that are in school, and that just didn't happen by circumstance, I don't think. It's because you train them. They have the honor of being in, uh, affiliated with Darlington, and, and they wanna, you want to make sure that they really show that out, if you will, when they're dealing with parents and future potential students. Uh, and I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, well, tell me the one thing about Darlington do you think is, uh, is really uh, able to defend what you're doing up there more than anything else? What's the one thing that's important to you about Darlington? I think for me, um, you know, what, what is, uh, is most important is, you know, that, that we are um, really committed to helping our students become what we, we call uh, confident contributors, and that they are not only uh, destined for uh, success in the traditional ways we measure uh, success, uh, but like you, uh, Danny, they are, are out in the world trying to make the world a better place. And uh, they are servant leaders, and they are contributors in their uh, society, um, you know, through their family, uh, through their local communities, through a, a, a broader, more worldwide community. But that not only uh, are they interested in, in success, uh, personal success, but they're interested in uh, making the world a little bit better, improving the greater good. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.